Hello. Hi. Hey. Welcome. Uh, it's Brian, and this is the Emo Social Club podcast. But today, a uh, special treat. We did a video with our friend Kyle from Soothsayer Hot Sauce, uh, which will be the first of hopefully a running series on our YouTube channel called Spicy Takes. And uh, here is the audio from the video itself. Uh, we hope that you actually go to watch the video on our YouTube channel and subscribe and like and all the good stuff because uh, it's fun and we want to do more, but only if you actually uh, subscribe to us because otherwise, what's the point? No, but we, we did have a very good time doing this episode and uh, just to promote it a little bit more, we also... Uh, are giving away some tickets to see Guar and Andrew WK at the end of this month. Uh, if you go to our Facebook or our Twitter or our Instagram and look for our posts on those pages, uh, you'll be able to uh, like and comment and help us promote the video in order to hopefully get more views on it. And yeah, just the world goes round and we're a small independent podcast and we need the support of our fans. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, go do that, we may be giving away those tickets to you if you want to go see Guar and or Andrew WK. Uh, or not and, actually. There's only uh, uh, there's two tickets for each, so no person's going to win both because that's not fair, and we want to give it to as many people as we can. Uh, anyway, yes, here is the audio from that. I will stop talking and let you enjoy. Love you. Bye. That's a crack of claw. Ah, uh, the claws cracked. Oh. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Emo Social Club. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Lizzie. And we have a guest today, uh, Kyle from Soothsayer. Nice to be here. Yeah. yeah. So we want to have Kyle on to talk about emo stuff and taste hot sauces in a series that I want to call Spicy Takes. <laughs> yes, I fully, I fully endorse that. that. That should be more than a want, that's a need. But, guys, this series is now called Spicy Takes. Fantastic. So what we're going to do is sort of like, uh, I don't know, kind of steal on hot ones, which I've already done once before anyway. Uh, we're just going to eat some hot sauces with some delicious chicken nuggets and... McDonald's not a sponsor. Uh, yeah. 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 I will take a sip of my White Claw, also not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the fine folks of Old Style Beer would like Ooh, to Oh, there you go. love Old Style. Where are you? <laughs> Hometown Heroes. Hometown Heroes. Please help. Uh, <laughs> Please support. help us. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> you probably shouldn't ask for a sponsor by reaching out for help. Please. Please. Hey, we're drowning. Please help us <laughs> by giving us your sponsorship. We just want your products. We don't need your money. It's fine. <laughs> Which one do you want to start with? We do have everything in order. Um, as I mean, we existed as a business for like two years before we actually put them in order of heat when we sold them. Mm -hmm. So we finally got that together. <laughs> Slowly but surely professional. Okay. Um, we got Omen on our mild end to Decay on our hot <laughs> end. Uh, all, all the names are either weird or spooky. Yeah. Um, but uh, pretty... Pretty mid-level. I don't know if we're going to get some hot ones type sweating, but yeah. we'll see what we can do about that. Okay. So now that you, like, obviously because you're tasting these all the time, are you pretty good with, like, just eating spicy food all the time now? I always eat, like, pretty spicy food, but if someone, I get a lot of people who tell me, like, oh, like, this place has, like, eat these 12 wings in 10 minutes and you get a gift card and your picture on the wall. It's like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. 
that's not the kind of, like, I like spicy things. I don't, like, destroy yourself, like... Actual just, spicy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that. I went to Strange Ramen down in Chinatown. I did one of the spicy challenges, like the oh, second no. tier. Yeah. And I was eating it, and I was like, oh, this isn't spicy, so I put more chili sauce in. My friend said, you're a fool, and I take it. <laughs> While like, you were I, doing the challenge? I was like, I'm a fool. That is, you were a, <laughs> you were a chili Icarus oh that day. I was a fool oh that God. day. <laughs> All right, let's try the mild one. Uh, so tell us a little bit about this So we have a bite. <laughs> So, Omen... Oh, I'm just reading going for it first. Okay. Um, Omen was one of the first hot sauces um, that I made that we put out. Uh, our version on a jalapeno garlic, or mm. our version on a salsa verde. It's a jalapeno garlic, so jalapenos, onion, garlic. Pretty simple. Um, but in it being that simple, you can kind of taste everything involved pretty easily. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Yeah, that is really good. You get a little bit of heat on, like, the front of your tongue. Mm-hmm. But it's like not overbearing. This is our like Midwest Midwest mom hot sauce. Because <laughs> this is the ones like when when Susan's feeling dangerous at the craft fair. There she's we like, go. Like let me try your most mild. <laughs> it's like she's right. like I want to be a little spicy mm-hmm. tonight, and that's how I'm gonna do it. They call me Spicy Susan on the weekend. What do you think is the like? pinnacle emo album that like if somebody was like this is the album that I think defines the entirety of emo subculture like what do you think that album would be (sighs) are we talking about like emo from like the OG emo like the late 80s all the way to now but I think if like you're just taking what emo as a a thing means like if we're the emo social club what do we represent I think stereotypically it's like early fallout boy and like Three cheers, my cat. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like that's like a generic answer, no, though, but no, no, I feel no. like that's what God it is. damn it, because that was my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, growing up in Chicago, like, and into that whole scene, it was, uh, take this to your grave. Mm-hmm. But then, if I had to say something that, like, you could tell anyone that defines it, I would say Black Parade, because that's when they just kick the doors off the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think when people are thinking of what emo is, it tends to be, like, what my chem looked like in Three Cheers. It was very, yes. dr- it was very yeah. dramatic. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. the thing that people kind of identify with, is, like, the drama yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Like, early Panic was also very dramatic oh, in yeah. the way that they yeah. performed. I mean, they're still dramatic. Brendan oh, Urie's, 100%. He's just treasure. It's so dramatic. <laughs> but also, like, that's the reason, like, I think everybody got into that version of emo was just the drama of it and the fear. Yeah performance of it because it's like more it, it's just more interesting to watch visually than a lot of what was happening or like you were watching things that were like about death and and but death. it was pretty <laughs> beautiful it was yeah. like making it normal and yeah. like normalizing those emotions and feelings yeah. well we were all dramatic high schoolers oh, <laughs> and it just it felt like oh I could make this my entire personality <laughs> <laughs> this hits all this checks all the boxes second sauce what okay. is this? Tell us about it. It's bright. Perdition. This is uh, really the one that got us started. Uh, I made this probably, it's almost five years ago to the date. Um, it was originally called Orange Crush because I hadn't learned how to be creative with names yet. <laughs> um, and I made it and uh, me and my friend at the time, current partner, Rachel, 
took it to Kuma's and I was like, here, try this hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And she grew up in Phoenix and she, she was like, yeah, a fucking K <laughs> Polish white boy from the suburbs mm-hmm. of the Midwest. Um, <laughs> and she tried it and was like, oh, holy shit, that's super good. Oh, that's and then crazy. one of the waitresses came by and she's like, what do you got there? And then she tried it. And I was like, oh, this, this isn't just being, you being nice. Like, she likes it too. And then shared it around and it's become... Our flagship bestseller, uh, it's my, like, daily use on everything hot sauce. More of a kick than the last one. Big sure. time. But, like, you have, like, that semi-sweet, like, ending finish taste to it. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's why I use, like, carrot in so many of the ones that we do. Because mm-hmm. it's sweetness without having to do any, like, sugars or anything artificial. What is the bigger announcement of 2019? Is it Hello Megator? Or My Chemical Romance Reuniting. Oh, MCR. Oh, yeah, MCR. 100%. Well, Hello Mega, I had to withhold that information for a month, which (laughs) killed me because we found it at work. Yeah. And um, I was freaking out the entire time because I was like, this is a sick lineup. But then I also saw on Twitter that people, you were to think people would know all of these bands. If not like Weezer, like, you know, like, they're just a meme band, basically. But like, (laughs) Pinkerton slaps. I know that's a very controversial opinion. It's spicy takes. They've become a mean band. They have become a mean band. When they put the fat dude from Lost on the cover yeah. of their album, they became a mean band. One hundred percent. The fact that people are still like seriously like pitchfork doing like hard reviews on yeah. users, like, listen, we need to throw everything out the window yeah. and realize that this is not gonna happen. But I saw on Twitter people would say Oh, here's a playlist for Green Day if you only listen to Weezer and Fall Out Boy. Here's a here's a playlist for Weezer if you only listen to Green Day. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I don't understand those, the disconnect. Yeah. That's not a Venn diagram of separate things. That's just a fucking circle. Yeah, like, you should listen <laughs> to all of these. Like, yeah. I remember someone was like, here are, like, the best Green Day songs. I'm like, first of all, Novocaine is not on there. That is a disgrace. <laughs> Second of all, how do you not know, like, any of Green Day's music in, like, more than, like, the... You know the three yeah. singles that they have in any capacity. Yeah, well, you know three plus singles. I'm thinking outside of my head, but I'm like, I just don't get it. Like if Green Day is headlining a giant, I mean, stadium tour across the United States, and you're like, yeah, I've never heard of that band before. A Spotify playlist isn't going to fix that for you. No. It really is not. A Spotify <laughs> playlist isn't going to justify a hundred dollar ticket. No, yeah, no, no. It was a uh, hundred and fifty per ticket. Oh. I just want to tell you, somebody who bought oh. those tickets. Yeah, and how much were the uh, the cam tickets, Lizzie? dollars oh, Are you going? <laughs> yes! Hell yeah! <laughs> oh my god, I was so I was so sad. Most of this podcast is going to be talking about my chemical romance. That's, that's fine. That's, 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 that's most of our podcast. Yeah, 100%. Um, and Fall Out Boy, even though Brian yeah. doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't like new Fall Out Boy. I yeah, I love Fall Boy. I love yeah. Fall Boy. I'll Which die. I'll die for Mania. <laughs> I'll die for Mania. That's fine. If they if they announced that the Chicago stop for the Hell of Mega Tour, they were doing either take this to your grave or from under the cork tree in full. Yeah, take my money. Yeah. Take all of it. But I'm not here to listen to the song that you wrote for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I mean, I will say their new album, Believers, Believers Never Die Part Two. I don't know why Champions is on there. That is on, honestly like the worst Fall Out Boy song. It's Spicy Take again. This is the worst Fall Boy song no. I have ever no, heard. No, get the mild sauce, because that's a spicy <laughs> yeah. I feel Get like, the ranch out, because that's a spicy take. <laughs> you say, this is the worst Fall Boy song. It's like, is that the competition? Well, I, We're trying to figure out the worst one. No, stop. Stop. No. There's no. a few. We're not talking Mania. I would die for Mania. <laughs> there's a few on that one that are there. That, that is a spicy take. <laughs> All right, next sauce. 
This one is a bit darker green. Ooh. Tell us about this one. All right, so now we're moving into uh, our band collaboration series, which Love has been it. one of my favorite parts about doing this. Uh, this sauce is called This Sauce Kills Pussheads. It's made for the Eradicator mm-hmm. from here. Uh, it's my buddy Andy's band. When I met him, uh, actually the first day I ever sold Sioux Sarah Hot Sauce up at a venue that we now co-own nice. in Milwaukee with a number of other people, of course. Um, so his band is based on a Kids in the Hall sketch mm-hmm. called The Eradicator, <laughs> where he's working his way up the B-Squash ladder <laughs> and squaring off against Brett Armstrong. I know that's the only Kids in the Hall sketch I've ever seen. <laughs> And he, he might watch this, and I'm sorry in advance, I pretended like I knew what you were talking about <laughs> for a long fucking time. But this one's definitely one of our more interesting. It's a squash, black garlic, Thai chili, and activated charcoal. Oh, damn. So that's definitely where it gets uh, It's It's a little bit color. mild to mm-hmm. me, but it's really good. It's easy to, like, keep eating, yeah. and then the spice kind of hits you a little bit later, but it's bearable. Mm-hmm. It's weird. This is, uh, we made this, it was the first time I ever, like was presented with kind of like a chemistry issue in doing this. Hmm. And it was like, all right, cool. Like I did like this little test batch and it was this perfect level heat. Everything was great. And then we scaled it up. And because of the activated charcoal, it sucked all of the heat out. Oh, Oh, I see. And it was crazy. It was like, even though the proportions were the same, like it was, it was a whole weird thing. I smoked a bunch of weed and got existential about it. <laughs> well, there you go. How do you feel about... Because I know a lot of people get weird about activated charcoal. How I mean, do people, like, freak out? I mean, they're like, you're going to die if you eat it? I mean, you know, listen, I'm going to die 10 years ago. It's not... I have real charcoal. <laughs> I have never gotten that. But we do get a lot of, like, Wicker Park moms. You're like, oh, it has activated charcoal? Like, I'll take it. <laughs> Susan? Susan came back. She came back, she's feeling really feisty after her two balls. I need to detox my system, I gotta pick up the kids from the sitter at ten. Is there anything for my shop? What does it go by saying kale smoothies? Ooh, interesting. They detox. Also, is that now a technique that people can have if they eat spicy food and they have to get it out of their mouth? They can just put some activated charcoal in their tongue? I don't... We're going to try that. What is your favorite Chicago emo band? I got to say, obviously, Fall Out Boy and probably Alkaline. Yeah. I was going to say Alkaline Trio. Yeah. I mean, if we're counting them, I have to to count it, but I'm going to (laughs) caveat that with Crimson and Before. Yeah. That's fine. Like, Agony and Irony. Uh, This addiction was a good song. This addiction is like a. I, I consider this addiction as a Alkaline Trio greatest hits with all new material. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you took a bunch of songs that like would go on a greatest hits and then just like redid them with new mm-hmm. words and like changed up a chord here and there. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's that's the same album. Like there, I guess. Well, my shame is true is pretty decent. My shame is true is very good, and the new album is incredible. Yeah, this thing I, is, I love oh, it. I oh. haven't. Oh, spice. <gasps> Oh, the spice. I haven't listened to it all the way through. Spice. Because Ooh. I don't... I've heard so many good things, and I don't know if I can handle that level of disappointment. I got you. That's I mean, I need, I need to do it. Um, I might... I'll probably do that later tonight, but... I mean, it's good. He's gonna call I, us in. He'll be like, guys, listen. Like, I was very shocked at how much I thought it was, like, one of their best since, like, 
Crimson. Yeah. Good Morning. I'm like, oh, this oh, album shit. is very good. Ooh. I thought My Shame is True was really good, too. Like, I listened mm-hmm. to that constantly when it came out, and then, like, yeah, I was I was kind of shocked at how much I loved, uh, uh, yeah, the new one. Next, spiciness. So this one is our collaboration with the Flatliners from Toronto, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one actually just won uh, won an award. It is it took the first place in the 2019 International Flavor Awards oh. in the Chipotle category. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites. Oh yeah, I really like to use our hot sauce as an ingredient too, mm-hmm. um, and like I really like to use this as a marinade. Um, anytime I like make ribs, if you like tofu. Goes super well with that and soaks in very well. Oh, this is really. Oh, this is so good. The smoky yeah. is like not mm-hmm. too smoky. It's like perfect. That'd be it's uh, chipotle pepper, marita pepper, and ghost pepper. Mm. So the ghost pepper gets that like kind of yeah. like back of the mouth yeah. to it. Hell yeah. But what I was saying, here's another spicy take that I have heard quite a few times in the scene from people in the punk scene when it comes to alkaline trio. A lot of people refuse to acknowledge that they are an emo band, and they're, like, vehemently against it. Look at their merch. Look at <laughs> all Listen, of their merch. I'm aware of that. Oh, yeah, These no. These punk kids are not aware of it. They don't want to accept it. Well, uh, there's... It's so weird, and, like, for as ingrained as, like, through the business and through, like, just my personal fucking time and preference, like, in the punk scene around Chicago and, like going down to fest a ton and just that all that whole fucking flannel crew um, <laughs> and like it's so weird how much people still try to distance themselves from like from emo and just like it's yeah it's cringy everyone did something cringy when they grew up but like it's fun it's still yeah. like it's good music um and I think that's like that present well I wasn't I wasn't listening to emo music, like, I was listening to Minor Threat, and like, fucking cool, dude, that just means you were boring as shit when you were 15. Like, <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> well. But you were, like, you were listening to Fall Out Boy, yeah, and like, that like, panic, well, like, maybe, you wanted to have yeah. some fun, like, I mean, also, like, everyone, everyone has those different things, but like, to completely deny something, like, fun that people like because like you want to be true yeah is lame as hell yeah and that's why like yeah people didn't think like alkaline trio is not emo like alkaline trio was on my chemical romance's first two fucking nationwide tours yep so reggie and the full effect which slam oh 100 <laughs> percent. also reggie and the full effect get up kids Ooh, yeah, Ooh gonna, another spicy i don't think that's that spicy <laughs> old emo because of the way it was recorded does not sound good now. It just sounds like it sounds like you were recording it in the basement, and well, yeah. and like the songs don't therefore stand up because no one's going out and playing them live and re-recording them and, and all that. It's like you have this as the thing that lasts throughout time, and if it's recorded like shit, then it sounds like shit forever. Well, yeah, like my Kemp's first record is going to sound that way forever. But that's yeah. fine. Well, it's fine, that's but fine. It, it just depends on. What I'm going to go more. You're that's fine, then you're that's fine. Oh. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's but fine. It's, there's nothing we can do about it. Right. My chem isn't gonna go back. They're not gonna all time low it and go back in. And yeah, which it. I don't understand why all time low did that to nothing personal. They did it for nothing personal. Yeah. All time low. I don't understand yeah. why. Uh, just because they're doing the ten year, I think. I'm gonna get that. Census failed did the same thing with their their with ED. Yeah, I think so. I uh, saw them at Rive Fest 
all their sets there. Yeah. And when I saw, like, that they were doing that, I was like, oh, like, I've seen them recently, and, like, Buddy can't scream anymore. Oh, okay. He just doesn't really have it, like, not in, like, with the longevity yeah. that yeah. he could do, but, like, that whole album is, like, mostly that. It's their, yeah. like, heaviest and, like, most difficult, like, vocal album that way. So I'm like, oh, you did this so you can have, like, something to say, like, <laughs> yeah. no, we're doing the re-release version. Yeah. Which I think is, like, that's fair. And it's slightly different composition. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like you're not, you're not 15 anymore. You're yeah. not, like, uh, when I saw the starting line way back in the day, Kenny was like, yeah, I can't sing the same way I did when I was 16. No, when I write I remember school. that. Yeah, and it's like, your 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 voice changes as a guy. Like you can't sing. Yeah, puberty as high. happens. Puberty yeah. just full on happens. Just totally happens. And like, what are you supposed to do when all the songs were written when you were a child? And like right. now you're like shit. Well, the I have is, to perform that again. The as thing a 30, is, too, 40 a lot of people like can't adapt. Obviously, like there's only so many artists who have that ability to mm-hmm. do it. But it does come to a certain point where you have to be like, okay, I gotta own up to this. Yeah. Like I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I hope that never happens for me. <laughs> oh, may we all may we all stay gold together? Yeah. Cheers. Next sauce. All right. Uh, this will be the weirdest hot sauce you've ever had <laughs> on okay. chicken. This is a strawberry lavender hot sauce that we made for uh, the band Turnspit mm-hmm. from here in Chicago. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to you, I've known Jillian for a long time, and we'd always kind of talked about doing this, and then they were putting out their full length and wanted to do it, and I was like, all right, cool, like, and I usually ask bands, like, do you have a flavor profile, or, like, an ingredient, like, something to go off of, mm-hmm. um, and they came back and said, like, we want lavender in it, and I said, fucking great. <laughs> uh, this whole industry of food that's built on, like, spice and intense flavors and you want to pick one of the most delicate things that you can find. <laughs> Listen, I want to be relaxed. So be yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to have Jill- we were supposed to have Jillian on this mm-hmm. podcast, but then we never uh, solved it. It's with Phil to have her on, because she's Jillian, awesome. Come, come back and do it. You're awesome. This yeah, I'm awesome. so sorry yes. we canceled on you. So sorry. And we never got back in touch with you. I'm sorry you're, that I'm sickly. Yes, you're a wonderful musician and we need to have you back, even though after we were going to have you on and cancel, turns bit broke up. So it's fine. We'll have to we figure out something it. else to talk about. She's still playing as high hope. Yeah, yeah. We'll just talk about that. We'll talk about high hope. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when they did this, and I like, it took a long time to figure out what strawberry would go good with, and then I did it, and I wasn't honestly when I first put it out, I was like, cool, we're going to do it for the album. Like, I'm happy to do this for my friends. I don't know if this is going to be worth like keeping on. Mm-hmm. And then we did it, brought it out to a couple markets, and people freaked out. Because it is, like, so different. Mm -hmm. And as it's gone on, and like I was saying before we started filming, uh, there's so many more uses for it than I ever thought. (laughs) Uh, Professional adult peanut butter and jellies. Ooh. Gotta spice it up. Adult peanut butter and jellies. It's just a peanut butter and jelly, (laughs) but with just, like, a tiny bottle of vodka. Ooh, yes. Oh, this is escalating quickly. Yes. My spicy take on that is I don't like peanut butter and jelly. Oh. Well, I mean... Uh, I wish we could have gotten to the rest of that. <laughs> yeah, all right, sorry. Yeah, we're gonna all right, this is canceled. I really don't know where to go after We're, we're canceling the show. I'm canceling my hot sauce company. Yeah. I'm just so distraught. Shut it down. Yep, everything. Shut down, everything. shut down the show. Shut down Chicago. Shut down everything. Oh, no. There's a person in this world that doesn't like peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> which is, like, 
three ingredients, one of them bread, that everybody likes. I mean, I like the except bread. For, except for we're sorry if you can't eat gluten. I never liked it. I don't like the jelly consistency and the peanut butter just kind of, I like almond butter. It was quite literally <laughs> the only thing I ate for lunch at school from kindergarten through like sophomore year of high school. I ate cheese sandwiches. I mean, those are also good ingredients. Yeah. But like, <laughs> what, cold cheese sandwiches? Yeah. Because I didn't like peanut butter and jelly. Fair. I had to think about the future of this podcast. <laughs> wow. Basic humanity has changed. <laughs> so I want to get into a conversation about, uh, I guess I'll say old emo versus new emo. Uh, with an NU and the umlaut, like new metal, new emo. Oh. Um, no, not really. But um, we listened to this podcast the other day. Um, Box Media. Box Media, uh, Switched on Pop, uh, which is a podcast I listen to a lot, and then they usually talk about like music and like how it's orchestrated, how it's composed, and like comparing it like like new pop music and how like chord progressions are similar to chord progressions from like classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to talk about emo music because somebody from Vox was like, I love it. We're going to talk about it on this music podcast. And honestly, it was a very good dive into oh, like the history of emo, like the, the, the old emo styles. Uh, and then like where that came from and then into like Mike Kem, Fall Boy and all that that people knew. And they interviewed the guy from Washed Up Emo. Yeah, Tom Mullen. Yeah, Tom Mullen from Washed Up Emo. Uh, interviewed him about it. <clears throat> I'm burping because I'm... <laughs> yeah. We're getting to that point. It's the, it's, okay. uh, it's the crisp dry flavor of a cool, crisp white cloth. Mango white Mango flavored. Available, hopefully, everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, so they interviewed Tom Mullen about more that that end of, of the emo genre. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how I want to describe that compared to like what we are talking about as emo for us, but I was like definitely leaning more towards like this is what emo became, and there was a little bit of that sense of this is what emo used to be, and like man, it changed really when like the kids got their hands on it. Yeah, and yeah. then and then the immediate follow up from Vox was a podcast about OK Boomer, and I was like same. So <laughs> it's a little bit same. It's like. Man, like these kids, and they don't know, and like now everybody thinks we're all like sad all the time when we wear makeup, and I was like, what? Are yeah. we not? Yeah. But like, also, <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we still do. That's, that's what we did. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that like, we as the, the, I'd say us as a team, as a group here, grew up more on the, the more current side of emo, where it was like the dramatic side of it, the Mike Hem, the Fall Out mm-hmm. Boy. Even a little, like, more of, like, a poppy edge to it yeah. rather than, like, the alternative indie edge that it was. Um, do you think that's, like, still emo? Or do you think it's, like, that there's an emo and then there's, like, this bastardization that came after it? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give a nod to all my... The more musically talented my friends get, the more shitty they are about music. <laughs> fair. So, uh, so, I mean, it's, like... They are two different things, and I think I think I hope we're past the point where like they're all, everyone's all butthurt that they're being put in this category of like <laughs> like the girl with the asking Alexandria shirt, like mm. two very different things. Like I tried, I definitely like grew up like I'm 
before I heard like American football or braid or cap and jazz or anything like mm-hmm. that. Texas is the reason I'm just trying to name as many of them as I yeah. can to sound cool. In case oh Fox, yeah. In case Fox wants to interview me. There's, at some some, there's some people on the, on the other end of this just like, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, real yeah yes. You get it. Yes. And then I'm going to disappoint them by saying that shit is boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's uh it, they are, they are two different things and they're definitely, I guess should be, be or should have been I don't think it matters at this point like two monikers Mm -hmm. but yeah it's such a weird thing to be like oh we're just like these loner kids and we're gonna play these basement shows and like we're not gonna play sports and we're not gonna be popular and all this shit and then a bunch of kids heard that and said oh my god this resonates with me I'm gonna make music and then those kids made music and all of the people that inspired them bullied the shit out of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We talked a lot about gatekeepers and it always yeah. seems mm-hmm. like, um, even Tom Mullen was saying in the podcast that it's very like community based, that emo itself is about the community around it, not like what they were playing necessarily. And then I'm like, yeah, but then somebody else took it, created a new community and you're like, that doesn't count. It's yeah. like, exactly. but what you're saying is the same idea as anybody building their own community. It's just different styles of doing the same thing. And somebody else attached that moniker to it. Nobody else, like, nobody was coming out, like, my cam wasn't like, we're emo. They're like, no, we are who we are. I like comic books and nerdy shit, and I want to do, like, goth-tinged, like, punk rock, like the Misfits. And it's like, yeah, that's, that, it just became something. Yeah, some, some journalist didn't have a hold of places, and then yeah. said that, and then people ran with it. Yeah. I mean, people still run with it. I will say, I know a lot of people still, um, who are more in the indie music scene, and while I do also, like, you know, the traditional like, indie pop music here. It's huge in Chicago, and there's a lot of great bands. But they'll be like, oh, I listen to American football, but I don't listen to Fall Out Boy or, like, yeah. Chemical Romance, for example. Because that's, that's what's bigger in, like, with, like, the early 2020s, who know more emo. And I'm like, but why? But why? I don't understand. Even some bands nowadays, because there's a big emo revival going on, and it's really great music, and I found out... Maybe I am getting too old because I'm like, this hits. And I'm like, I don't relate to this anymore. And it slaps. I'm like, oh, no. Am I, I don't turn 25 for another month. Am, am, I, am I getting up there? That's oh, no. old. Somehow, you saying that, still not as painful as the peanut butter and jelly comment. But, but not still far painful. Off. Even nowadays still, there's a lot of bands that are kind of, I would classify them as emo because of like, the lyrical content that they mm-hmm. involve, mm-hmm. the shows that they have been able to play between the indie and the emo scene, which is great marketing on their part, not mm-hmm. trying to limit themselves. But even some of them will vehemently say, I am not emo, I am indie, pop, rock. And it's like, no, you are an emo. I'm, I'm not, not this category, I'm these other categories. Literally, and I mean, like these bands will tweet out, they're like, I'm writing more sad songs about not having a significant other. Do you guys want to hear it? They're like, but I'm not emo. I'm like, that's, that's immediate. That shit. is what it is. That's why we all got into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that happened. That happened from the beginning of emo to the to the whatever is happening in emo now. Right, it's like yeah. that's. That's been the long-running statistic of it. Like, you couldn't it's even like, have been, like, bullied or anything. Cause, yeah. I mean, I have friends who are like, I was bullied in high school. I'm like, how, how does that happen? I mean, it's just, something it's just, like, sad, <laughs> sad teenagers not getting laid. Yeah. And if you're right about that, you're, you're crossing an emo. Yeah. Yeah. Next sauce. Next sauce. <laughs> nice and orange. All right, yeah, another bright orange boy. Another bright orange. Um, this one is uh, 
habanero, ginger, and carrot. Oh, we made this for our friends out of New York, Makeor, um, who also, mm-hmm. quick plug, put out a banger of an album on Fat Records. Go pick it up or listen on Spotify. Give them money. Just give them money. Yeah. Give them money. Give them money. Um, it is a good band. I will attest to that. Hmm. So even though it's a little, it shares a lot of ingredients with the other habanero, very different profile. Mm-hmm. You have the ginger up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love ginger. I will... I will just chew on raw ginger knobs, <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure anyone who is in my immediate vicinity afterwards is very appreciative of. It's good for digestion. Mm-hmm. It's tasty, uh, tasty with sushi. You know, fuck me, I have never put this hot sauce on sushi. Oh shit! Learn all kinds of things. Yeah, man. Opening your mind. I got expanding. Learn that I need to put the hot sauce on sushi. And you can't be trusted for your opinions on peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Opens a beer. Learned. Let's say that you're not Lizzie and you're not going to be at the My Chemical Romance reunion. So it's the two of us. <laughs> One song that you want to hear them play. It's such, it would never happen. But my favorite My Chem songs, Early Sunsets Over Monroeville. I would Do you think they're not going to play that? I doubt that they would play it. They would never <laughs> play Early Sunsets right now. I mean, maybe, but I doubt that they would play it. Yeah, they stopped playing anything off the first record, so... Yeah, no. yeah I guess the, after the first time I saw them, they didn't play anything off that. Yeah, yeah no. Um, so, I mean, that's my favorite album, and I know they're never going to play anything other than, like, probably Honey and Vampires. Uh, they'll play Vampires. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not going main singles, but I would like to... You know, if I was there, right. what would I want to hear? I would want to hear probably Jet Set Life. Ooh, that's, that's a good that's one. Always a good Jet, Jet Set Life has, yeah, yeah, that's way up there. It's it's a great song that I don't know if they'll play. They, you know, Maybe. I'm assuming there's going to be some video of it, and yeah. like, definitely there'll be set lists, and I'm like, yeah, I would hope they would play like something like Jet Set Life. And I just hope that because it's the first show, they wouldn't play just the singles. They'd be like, hey, guess what, here's... You came all this way with deep cuts. Yeah, I need deep cuts. <laughs> I need you to play Desolation Row so I can literally murder someone oh, in this bit. Play Desolation Row. Mm-hmm. I know. It's not a death wish, just a fashion statement. Yeah. That one, yeah. Hands down. Also, I'd like to, uh... What's the fucking... They did a cover for The Watchmen. The, yeah, the Desolation Row, that's oh, what it is. Oh, duh. Yeah. No, they would never play that. That'd be incredible. Absolutely not. It would yeah. be completely my... I think they'd just lose yeah. my fucking... Total banger, but no, nah, they wouldn't. Alright, next sauce. Another Greenly, Greenly friend. Green boy. So this is another one of our award winners. This we did in collaboration with Typesetter from right here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, it is jalapeno, roasted serrano, ghost pepper, tomatillo, tequila, cilantro, shit ton of garlic. Yeah. Ooh, um, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's the type of sauce I'm looking for. <laughs> so I always love the verde sauce Like whenever I get Mexican food, mm-hmm. but there's never any heat to it. And so this was kind of the the answer to that. When we put this hot sauce out, it was also a way that you could have gotten their, I think it was, well, number five, their fifth EP mm-hmm. we released via hot sauce bottle. Oh, yeah. And so around the neck of the bottle, we had a download code for the album <laughs> on Bandcamp. So that was, I mean, it was a pain in the ass to tape all of these codes to all of these hot sauce bottles. But a super cool idea because I was like, I looked it up and I was just like, no one, no one has ever released hot sauce as a musical <laughs> medium before. 
Try to put it in a CD player. It's 2019. We gotta go. Or too that easy to put it in a CD player. That was uh, that was my bad dad joke of the episode. Your your collaborations with bands are they also just been your friends or like do you pick like certain bands that you want to work with of your friends? I'm imagining you're just friends with a lot of bands. I mean, half of them like obviously like Eradicator, Turnspit, and Typesetter are from here, mm-hmm. and so just like. People I've gotten to know and like who've had like very interesting projects that mm-hmm. would seem to be a good fit for, and then like we did a hot sauce with Direct Hit, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm a big fan of Direct Hit. Dome Splitter is an awesome name for a hot sauce. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> that is a good name for um, hot sauce. <laughs> like with the Flatliners, like I met Chris uh, down at Fest one year, and he was trying out our hot sauce, and he was like. You know, Flatliners would be a good name for hot sauce. And then inside, while I was trying not to fucking lose my mind, I'm just like, yeah, what? We should we should talk to him. Here's my here's my card. Love it. Here's me being professional. <laughs> and then turn around and just squealing. Like Make Warren, uh Old Wounds, which is one we're about to try, which is really the test of the heat. Hmm. Um, yeah, just people have come up like when we've been doing events, or like randomly less than Jake emailed us. Yeah. Saying like, do you guys put out hot sauce for us? I'm just like, you mean like the science of selling yourself short, lesson, Jake? <laughs> like Hello Rocky, lesson, Jake? Like the disc that's probably stuck in my Walkman, lesson? <laughs> and it was funny. Like I had to put my phone away for like a couple hours and not look at it because it was like I can't, I can't respond right away. Yeah, it's just like nope, gotta play it cool. <laughs> Um, so it kind of comes, it comes from all over the place and it's always fun. And like, it's something I wish that I had more bandwidth to do. Mm-hmm. And like, as we've kind of grown as a business and gotten into like more like restaurants and stores and become mm-hmm. more of like an everywhere thing, not just like a punk community thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain people that I really want to work with, but like, it's just not feasible yeah. right now, which uh, hopefully we'll get around and we'll make everyone a hot sauce and we'll put out a million different kinds of hot sauce because there's only one so far that I've put out that I really didn't like. I also mentioned that you did a uh, collab with Sleep On It as well, friends of ours. That was not. That was no. That was not me. That was not you. So that was this Ooh. company, this dude, Chicago Johnny. He uh, he makes an excellent jardinier, which I will give him credit for. Before I just <laughs> oh. absolutely shit on him right now. I got you know like and I wait. We were peripherally aware of each other's companies, mm-hmm. and he reached out to me and he's like, "I see you do band collaboration hot sauces. That's something I really want to do. Like, do you have any advice for me? Like, oh, I'm happy to answer anyone's questions about hot sauce. Like, I give people recipes to like try it at home. It's a cool thing to do. It's fun and impresses mm-hmm. people. I'm happy to share it. But like." Oh, it's like, oh, here's like, you're a new company. Like, this is your thing. Like, can you tell me how you do your thing? <laughs> and yeah. so, so I can yeah. do it. And then at one point he asked me to produce the band hot sauces for him. Yeah. Oh. And then he started like, then I was just like, no, like I'm not, I don't have enough bandwidth to do my own things, let enough, let alone do like yeah. your thing that's ripping off my thing. And then all of a sudden I see these hot sauces come out. And, like, some of the people he's got to work with are really cool. Like, I mean, I'm jealous he got to sleep on it first. They're good dudes. They're a good band. If you guys want a better hot sauce, please let me know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Slice and takes. But, no, like, I've, I've seen him. I've seen him out, and, like, it's good for him, I guess. <laughs> like, also, like, fuck you. You kind of tried to, like, 
yeah. steal my thing and then make me do it for you. So <laughs> not not totally on board with that. But uh, the sleep on it hot sauce is tight. I did pick that up at CBA just because I wanted to like support sleep yeah. on it, and uh, that one's pretty good. I could do better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the this last hot boy. sauce. All right, which is supposed to be the spiciest. It is our spiciest. It is made with Carolina Reaper pepper, mm-hmm. which is the hottest pepper available commercially. So we made this with our friends out of New Jersey, Old Moons. Oh, that's good. They are what I would call like a. They're like a throwback to like original like emo hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like they have like very theatrical lyrics, very good stage presence. I mean, they're a fucking awesome band, and they wanted to make a hot hot sauce. Mm. This boy's hot. That's really really good. Mm-hmm. Does like everybody who's contacted you and nobody like was like I want the hottest hot sauce you make. These guys wanted it to be pretty fucking hot, but then we did like a, our collaboration with Pew Pew Pew, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is called after one of their songs, Asshole Pandemic. <laughs> and that just forced our hand. Yeah. Like, you can't make you can't make a hot sauce named Asshole, Asshole Pandemic without it being That's pretty fair. It's a, it's a pretty mild name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, Susan's. Susan's of the world loves love them some Asshole Pandemic. <laughs> they love Asshole it's a, Pandemic. It's a major detox. Because they just say, like, oh, that's so cheeky. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely spicy. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and I mean, even though it yeah. does have, like, one of the hottest peppers, yeah. like, it's blended with other yeah. things. Again, yeah, it makes it bearable. It's, like, the best thing. So, like, people can try it and not be like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, unless you're, like, really white, but... <laughs> well, I mean, Susan. Listen, Susan. You know, you would assume that, like, people would want to make this the spiciest thing now because hot sauce is, like... Hot Ones has made it very, like, popular. Yeah. It's like getting my See, tongue. See, no, it's like a delayed. It's getting my tongue. Like, those like, are yeah. 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 So, do you think that, like, people are now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See, yeah. <laughs> it's we got there. Yeah, it's, it's just my tongue is, yeah, not ready for it. Um, do you think that, like, more people are looking for, like, really spicy? Like, yeah. Like, or maybe it's like a do thing. They're just like, oh, I want spicy thing you have. I'm a tough guy. So I mean, tough. I've seen, I think, I think it's the majority that. Like, it's kind of like a joke, like, fuck with your friends, kind of prove yourself. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a weird masculinity thing attached to it for a lot of people. Mm. But, I mean, there is, like, there's a bunch of people I know who just, like, this interests them. Like, I mean, there is an endorphin rush that comes with eating, like, hyper-spicy things. Mm. So, for some people, that does it. Like, they, like, they don't smoke weed. They just eat, like, two million Scoville yeah. pepper <laughs> extracts. Personally... Stick to weed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that we're ever going to move into anything like that. Um, we like we're we like to keep ourselves like pretty middle of the road. Like, yeah, we got to the hottest one, but we're still having a conversation mm-hmm. with some pauses. But I mean, <laughs> but we're doing well. We're doing well. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I mean, eighty percent of the hot ones episodes where they get to the last question and like the celebrity is just like. Yeah. Like, like glaring at Sean <laughs> Evans, like, how did my publicist let this happen? Yeah. <laughs> final spicy take. Final spicy take. The final take. I can't stand it. <laughs> the final take. I don't know why. This is our first episode of this. We don't know what it's going to be. There so we go. Like, now it's like, yeah. the final Hand take. motions. Hand motions. Yes. Um, all right. Spicy take. Uh, I've only released one product that I was ever just completely not happy with, and that was the hot sauce that we made for the now defunct local band Tens. 
Uh, we were challenged to make a hot sauce that put ten different kinds of peppers in it, and oh, it yeah, turned yes. out like dog shit. <laughs> and there's only one person I know that likes it, and that is Alex Simotis, and you have terrible fucking taste buds <laughs> if you like that. Thank you for supporting me, you're a wonderful human being, but you're wrong. <laughs> uh, also, everyone needs to grow the fuck up and listen to Attack Attack every now and then. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, well, alright. Well, that was the... First episode of what I called Spicy Taste at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> the episode. Uh, so, so thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Kyle, uh, for bringing all of the delicious sauces. And we will. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see we'll you here. later. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. Outro. <laughs> <laughs>